Today's Torah reading is in Numbers chapter 20. It's sort of um, back in 1992 when um, Queen um, Elizabeth called it her Annas Horribles because of the breakup of Diana's marriage and amongst other things, it was a horrible year. So in many respects, chapter 20 would be Moses Annas Horribles. Moses' really bad, really bad, horrible year. Um, first, we see the death of Miriam and the um, complaining by the children of Israel, and then um, Moses being told he can't go into the um, promised land, and then the death of Aaron, most likely all within the same year. And so, as I've talked about, and I know that Dave mentioned before a Torah reading about. I've been struck this year about the constant complaining that the children of Israel have done. Just, and this is just what the Bible records. The Bible doesn't record everything, just what the Lord wants to be explained. So there's no telling how many more times the children of Israel were complaining, and not just on a corporate basis, because large forest fires get started by little fires. And so there's probably the constant bickering within uh, individual tents or clans or whatever and it just would constantly explode into a huge forest fire so Moses dealing with a few million people and constant complaining and God's judgments for complaining and on and on unless we think that we're immune to it I suggest we all look at the last year what we've gone through with the constant complaining on uh, social media and the constant um, conspiracy theories and et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, a lot of things have changed and um, there hasn't been a whole lot of repentance. So starting in chapter 20, verse 1, we'll go through Moses' really bad year. Death of Miriam. Then the sons of Israel, the whole congregation, came to the wilderness of Zin in the first month, and the people stayed at Kadesh. Now Miriam died there and was buried there. There was no water for the congregation, and they assembled themselves against Moses and Aaron. The people thus contended with Moses and spoke, saying, If only we had perished when our brothers perished before the Lord. Why then have you brought the Lord's assembly into this wilderness for us and our beasts to die here? Why have you made us up, why have you made us come up from Egypt to bring us into this wretched place? It is not a place of grains or figs or vines or pomegranates, nor is there water to drink. Then Moses and Aaron came in from the presence of the assembly to the doorway of the tent of meeting and fell on their faces. Then the glory of the Lord appeared to them, and the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, and this is uh, something we've got to remember, that children of Israel probably should have been the one to fall on their faces in repentance, but instead it was the leadership, and that's what leadership has to do sometimes, is to uh, do what nobody else wants to do. Verse 8, the Lord said to Moses, Take the rod, you and your brother Aaron, assemble the congregation, and speak to the rock before their eyes, that it may yield its water. 
You shall thus bring forth water for them out of the rock and let the congregation and their beasts drink. Now what's supposed to happen there is Moses is supposed to speak to the rock and water comes out through nothing other than their word. So it was an obvious miracle from God. But instead, maybe it's because Miriam died and the stress of the last several years and the judgments and the constant complaining, Moses lost it. Verse 9. And Moses had a temper. So Moses took the rod from before the Lord, just as he had commanded him. And Moses and Aaron gathered the assembly before the rock. And he, Moses, said to them, Listen now, you rebels. Shall we bring forth water for you out of this rock? Then Moses lifted up his hand and struck the rock twice with his rod. And water came forth abundantly, and the congregation and their beasts drank. Now several things happened there. Moses lost it. He took credit for the miracle. He lost his temper. He insulted the children of Israel. And he said, must we bring forth water? He didn't give glory to God. The the amazing thing is, is God honored that by giving him water, but he still disciplined Moses. So the Lord had mercy, but then discipline uh, at the same time. Verse 12, but the Lord said to Moses and Aaron, because you have not believed me to treat me as holy in the sight of the sons of Israel, therefore you shall not bring this assembly into the land which I have given them. Those were the waters of Meribah, because the sons of Israel contended with the Lord, and he proved himself holy among them. And that's just in three months of that year so far. Just a few months, anyway. Verse 14. From Kadesh, Moses then sent messengers to the king of Edom. Thus your brother Israel has said, You know all the hardships that has befallen us, that our fathers went down to Egypt, and we stayed in Egypt a long time, and the Egyptians treated us and our fathers badly. But when we cried out to the Lord, he heard our voice and sent an angel and brought us out of Egypt. Now behold, we are at Kadesh, a town on the edge of your territory. Please let us pass through your land. We will not pass through field or through vineyard. We will not even drink water from a well. We will go along the king's highway, not turning to the right or left until we pass through your territory. Verse 18. Edom, however, said to him, Moses, you shall not pass through us, nor or I will come out with sword against you. Again, the sons of Israel said to him, We will go up by the highway, and if I and my livestock do drink any of her water, then I will pay its price. Let me only pass through my pass through on my feet, nothing else. But he, the king, said, You shall not pass through, and Edom came out against him with a heavy force and with a strong hand. Thus Edom refused to allow Israel to pass through his territory, so Israel turned away from them. So that was the third thing that happened that year. And verse 22 is the fourth thing. Now when they came out from Kadesh, the sons of Israel, the whole congregation, came to Mount Hor. Then the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron at Mount Hor by the border of the land of Edom, saying, Aaron will be gathered to his people, for he shall not enter the land which I have given to the sons of Israel, because you rebelled against my command at the waters of Meribah. 
Take Aaron and his son Eleazar and bring them up to Mount Hor and strip Aaron of his garments and put them on his son Eleazar. So Aaron will be gathered to his people and will die there. So Moses did just as the Lord had commanded, and they went up to Mount Hor in the sight of all the congregation. After Moses had stripped Aaron of his garments and put them on his son Eleazar, Aaron died there on the mountaintop. Then Moses and Eleazar came down from the mountain. When all the congregation saw that Aaron had died, all the house of Israel wept for Aaron 30 days. Amen. Now, I had my dad pass away in January, and it's still, you know, it's still real, especially with tomorrow being Father's Day. But Moses went through four serious situations in probably a year's time. The death of his sister, the death of his brother, uh, being told he can't go into the promised land, losing his temper, uh, the constant complaining, it just all sort of blew up, and I'm not making excuses for him. I don't know what I would do in that situation, but in light of what we've gone through the last several months, I think it would behoove us all to really think twice about what we say and do in our attitude so we don't get caught up in the same judgments that uh, Moses went through because he lost everything in that year.